What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Stormer Thoughts Podcast here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast at this point. We're getting on it. And today, yes, it's a subscription episode. So, hey, if you're subscribed, welcome to this one. It's going to be a smoke sesh. I'm going to tell you about some of the stuff I've been up to the last like few days, last couple weeks, and just some of the things that I've got going on in like my own like little world here, my own little corner of the internet on the podcast. I'm really having a great fucking time. The setup, I don't know if you guys can tell from the audio and everything, but things are kind of improving. Things are getting better. There's actual, like, stuff up in my room now to kind of, like, numb out, like, some of that background noise. I know you can still hear the mini fridge. It's, like, three feet away from me at all times. It's a small room. I apologize for the little humming noise. But, hey, I hope everybody's having a great day. I hope you guys are getting absolutely fucking lit. It is Sunday... And I just hope that everybody's having a great fucking time, alright? Like, I, I just hope you guys are enjoying your weekend, whatever you're up to, whatever you're doing. Halloween just passed. Hey, if you guys smoked out of a pumpkin, let me know. Because I'm thinking about turning that into a video podcast episode. Me and my buddies, we still have some leftover pumpkins from Halloween that didn't end up getting carved. So I was like, yo, we should take one of the small pumpkins and turn it into a fucking bong and smoke out of it. And guess what? That's actually going to be a video plan in my, like, near future, I hope. I really just want to do it uh, just to see if I can. I'm sure that I can. Sorry if I sound a little tired, guys. This morning when I first got off work, came home, took a dab, took a nap, and now I'm recording the podcast. And I plan on smoking another fucking bowl while we're at it. Matter of fact, let me go grab my bud. Alright, and now I have my bud. I have my bub- my bubbler right here. Listen to this, man. That's what it's going to sound like as soon as I start lighting hits in this thing. But again, this is the subscriber episode. You get everything. You get to hear me crack open this jar. Grab me a couple nugs here. Pack them in here. But, like, while I do this, I just want to start off with a story time for you guys. So, a few years back, before, like, back in the day when I first started smoking and shit, you, we did not have pieces like this, man. Like, shit like this where we saw pictures on the internet types of pieces like these big ass bongs and shit that I've got now like we did not have that as an option to smoke out of when we were like 14 15 the first actual bong that I smoked like a proper glass bong was not until I was like 17 years old the only reason we even got to smoke out of a bong is because it was my friend's brothers that he had bought because he was 19 so he just went to a smoke shop and got one but like Dude, the difference it made in my life from that moment on, any piece with water in it has got to be like my favorite type of piece to smoke out of. You know, pipes are great and everything, but like, I don't know. The smoke, I feel, is just different when you filter it through the water and everything. Like, I don't know if anybody else agrees with me on that. If you agree with me on that, go ahead over to my Instagram and let me know that you agree with me. Just type, I agree on any post. The links are all on the banker page. Go check it out. Maybe consider subscribing. Well, if you're hearing this, you are subscribed, so I shouldn't even be saying shit like that. But yeah, like, it's it's, it's just kind of interesting to think about how, like, as somebody who smokes, like, on the regular, all day, literally fucking pretty much every day of my life, there is some form of cannabis in my system, whether it's an edible, whether it's a couple hits off of the dab pen before work, whether it's, like, taking a fucking dab and going on nutty adventures... Like, there's there's normally some form of THC in my system active at, like, any given time. 
I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying it is a thing. But before I tell you this story, all right? I don't even remember what the story was going to be about, but I figured I'd tell you one. <laughs> Stoner thoughts, hello. I'll tell you one about another time that me and my friends took fucking, like, the one of the first times I ever, like, used wax. And this is what, this is the trip that made me not want to fucking ever touch dabs again. Like, I had done it one time previous to this. And it was a lot to take in. I was crazy high. And, you know, the first time you take a dab, you're sitting there like, you know, oh, how could this get any weirder? And then it gets kind of weirder. And I felt so heavy. I just, I knocked out. I died, man. It was, it was bad. But this is a different story. So let me take this hit. And we'll talk about it. first hit of the day well it's not really my first hit of the day it's the first hit of the day on the podcast i had a couple of hits off of my pipe before this and a dab this morning when i got up work i don't know if i said that yet i probably did this is what happens when i do one shot recordings and i don't edit anything out i hope you guys enjoy this so this is one of the first times that me and my buddies had ever done dabs and we used a nectar collector right like now they had the battery operated ones well back then you had to heat the shit out of this little glass tip end with a torch and like tap it on the wax you had to take the wax and put it on like a little glass piece and then you would like tap it and like you know su- suck it up like through this pen piece and dude i tell you like when the first time i did that I was fucking gone, dude. Like, okay, the the banger and, like, dab tool, that's one thing. Again, any piece with, like, water in it, I can smoke pretty much whatever, however much, however much I want. You know, like, these, these bowls, yeah, I'll be really high, but I can sit here and smoke two or three bowls in a row out of the bubbler or a bong or something like that. But, like, dabs, man, they still fuck me up. And now, for those of you that haven't heard this story yet, I should probably finish the first one. So, we decided we were going to take these dabs. And then we were going to go for a walk. Where we were walking, we didn't know. All we knew was when we left, the sun was up. When we're on our way back home, the sun had set. Like, it was like steady nighttime. The part of town that we lived in was not the part of town that you wanted to be in. In the middle of the fucking night. It was a sketchy-ass fucking part of town. Like, there there was a lot of issues. With this neighborhood. And the fact that uh, my skin color does not match that of the dominant people in this area. Not to be racist. Just stating facts. Um, They were actually hella racist gangbangers down there. Like every time me and my friend would walk through the neighborhood. They would always be like turning their heads and like watching us. And like waiting for us to like slip up or something. And like one day they came over to us. Because they could smell the weed coming from our backyard. Duh. Because we smoked in the backyard all the time. And they were like where's the weed? We're like, what are you talking about? And they're like, where's the weed? We can smell it. We want to smoke. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you want to go in a bowl on us or whatever? And, like, they're like, nah, we want to smoke. They straight up took our fucking bud, dude. And, like, literally, like, hood flexed on us hard, man. And that was a shitty fucking day. It doesn't even have anything to do with the dab story. But anyway, so we go out and we're taking a walk around. We're exploring. We're experimenting. You know, we go over to the little grocery store. We go hit a Circle K and grab sodas and we're on our way back home. Now, the reason I even bring up the ga- the gangbangers in the first place is because we're walking down the street and these two dudes, we notice them walking like maybe like 20 feet behind us. But definitely like watching where we're going. 
So we decided, me and my buddy look at each other and we're like, hey, just keep walking like past the house and we'll loop around the neighborhood and like run back down. And so like these two dudes are following us. We start walking faster. They start walking faster. They're kind of like longer distance behind us now. So when we round that last corner growing around the block, we fucking just run like hell, like dabbed out, sprinting to the house, like ducking in the side gate real quick, hoping they didn't see which house we went into. Cause that just would have been like a whole nother big problem that I didn't want to have to deal with. And like, I never, I hardly ever saw anybody again after that, because after that we kind of decided like, yeah, we need to move. So we moved. <laughs> we went to the decent part of the town that we lived in at the time and it was pretty fucking good. Now, another time that I've taken dabs that I have not had a good time is when somebody, one of my buddies, bet me 20 bucks that I couldn't rip three scoop dabs. And scoops for him was like a pretty decent, like a glob on the dab tool. Not like giant, not like really tiny, but like a decent sized glob. He called it a scoop. So what ends up happening is he's picking my dabs for me. <sighs> Sorry guys, a little tired. And my buddy is literally just, like, heating up this banger on these two bongs, just going back and forth between the two. And he's like, yeah, man, you're going to rip one, then you're going to rip the other. And I'm sitting there like, ah, oh, fuck, man. And so, like, I start taking these three dabs back to back to back. And, dude, I fucking was so high that I literally went into the living room, sat down, zoned out for, like, two hours. Like, I just laid back, but I was so high that, like, the world was spinning. And I couldn't quite get, like, a good center grip on reality. Like, I couldn't focus. I couldn't... I didn't understand anything that was going on. Like, I remember my buddy turned on the TV and turned on, like, some cartoons or some shit. And I was so fucking focused on these cartoons. That, like, he, wa he walked over, brought me, like, a plate with, like, some pizza on. I guess we ordered pizza. And he goes, here, man, you, you need to eat something. You need to come down a little bit. So I sit there and I shove this pizza in my face. I don't remember eating any fucking pizza, but I remember coming down a bit, going to the kitchen to get a drink, and coming back with, like, literally four slices of pepperoni pizza on a fucking plate. I had the munchies of a fucking king this day, dude. Like, it was terrifying. I got so goddamn hungry, dude. I sat there, and I made him drive us to Del Taco. I gave him 20 bucks and told him just buy me a bunch of burritos and fries and, like, whatever. Just from the menu, like, 20 bucks worth of shit. He's like, all right, man, cool. And he comes back and he's got like a Fiesta pack and like two large fries and a large, like a macho soda. And he's like, here, man, like here's some stuff for you to snack on, bro. I let him have some of the tacos and burritos. I wasn't going to be that big of a fat ass. But like, I literally went to fucking town on this fucking Del Taco, dude. Like, it was terrible. I was sticking the french fries and the burritos. Like I told you guys in the last episode of the podcast, I was fucking just absolutely like eating it like a dog you ever seen a dog that hasn't eaten in like two days and you finally give them food like if they get like like other people's dogs that get like stuck outside and shit like that like that is exactly how i was i was literally like i felt like a fucking dog that had not been fed in two days like i was just eating and eating and eating until my friends finally were like, dude, you're going to make yourself sick. You need to fucking stop. Like, you need to slow down a bit. And I was like, all right, all right, all right, cool, cool, cool. And then I went in my room, laid down, turned on Netflix. Don't remember what I was watching. And I fucking blacked out. Like, I passed the fuck out, dude. Like, when it finally got to the point that, like, I could, like, function again. Yeah, I knocked the hell out. There was nothing going on in my head. Like, it was just, it was game over, man. 
it was hardcore game over. But enough of my terror stories about dabs. Let me tell you guys about the first time that I ever really greened out. Since it's a longer episode, it's a smoke session. Let me take another hit real quick before I get into the first time I ever greened out. And for those of you that don't know what greening out is, let me let me let me Google it just so I can give you the exact definition real quick. Okay, open up a window, go to Google. All right, greening out. Urban Dictionary. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's see what they got to say. Okay, hold on. I need to move this. My cat is attempting to eat food that she's not supposed to have. This all, this all gets edited out in post, by the way. But today, hey, I'm being lazy. Just doing a one-shot. A greenout is a cannabis-induced physiological or psychological panic attack. Symptoms including sweating, nausea, heart palpitations, hypervigilance, paranoia, and the fear of feeling that you might be dying or about to die. A green out is typically, typically caused by smoking or ingesting too much cannabis too quickly. Green outs are usually brief experience may be followed by exhaustion or drowsiness or rapid sobering. Unlike blackouts, memory loss doesn't tend to occur during green out due to the intensity of the green out. Memory loss is much more likely to occur during a long sustained session of cannabis use. Unlike alcohol, cannabis use affects short-term memory. What was I saying? And not long-term memory. What did I do last night? Okay. Sativa strains may be more likely to cause green outs, while indicas are more likely to leave you stoned. Alright, so, about to take this hit and tell you about a time that I went through this exact- everything they're saying about freaking the fuck out because of weed. Absolutely 100% true. 110% true at that. So, let me take this hit real quick. And we'll get back into it. Alright, so. This story is one of my more fucked up stories. From my entire stoner like life setup. Alright, so what ends up happening is. It's me and my my two best friends, and this is like the summer of my sophomore year, so I was 15 at the time. Wait, I turned 14 freshman year. Yeah, no, I was 14 still. I turned 15 this coming year. Okay, yeah, so I was 14 still. Had just started smoking weed during my freshman year of high school, like really smoking weed. I started between like the summer of 8th grade and freshman year, but like really smoking smoking didn't happen until like uh, that year my freshman year the summer of is when we were literally going around smoking a bunch doing whatever we fucking felt like doing having a good time like everything was just chill so what ends up happening is my buddy comes across this really 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 strong fucking strain right and he just straight up rolls a joint with it doesn't warn anybody about it doesn't tell anybody and it was one of the first times that I, like, really, really experienced sativa. Because most of the shit I used to get, I'll admit, was indica. Because most people back then wanted indicas. Well, this was a sativa. And I never really, like, smoked a shitload of sativa. Not to mention, not a strong one at this point. So, the uplifting, energetic feeling that I was getting. And, like, the hype that I was getting kind of, like, raised me up for a moment. But then I realized after we finished this joint and then smoked a straight bowl of it. 
after I took two or three hits off the bolt, it was game over, man. I was fucking done. Like, I was sitting there freaking the fuck out because guess where we were? We were in the public fucking park. We were in the Civic Center Park in Palm Desert. And I was sitting there on top of one of the hills, like, just kind of chilling on the grass. Freaking the fuck out in my head. I'm like, dude, the cops are going to come. Like, they're going to find us. They're going to know we're smoking weed. Like, we have a pipe on us. Like, we have a lighter on us. Like, oh, fuck, man. Oh, what are we going to do? We're going to get in so much trouble. Like, I'm going to go to juvie. I'm going to go on probation. There's going to be, like, legal repercussions for my actions. I was tripping fucking balls, dude. I was freaking out. And telling all, I was telling everything I just said. I kept repeating to my friends out loud that we were going to get in trouble and shit. And they were like, dude. Shut up, chill, like you just smoke too much, like you're greening out. That was the first time I ever heard the term. So, what did we decide to do? We decided to go walk back to my buddy's house. And we were going to play some video games, watch a movie, and just kind of kick it. What ends up happening is, we're walking home. It's like 9 o'clock at night. So it's... Like, dark, dark, because the neighborhood that we lived in didn't really have a whole lot of streetlights on this one particular street, on the one particular street that my buddy's house was on. It was, like, walking through near pitch black. The only lights you had was, like, people's porch lights, backyard lights, and, like, you know, a lot of people out here in that neighborhood leave their uh, their Christmas lights up year-round, so those kind of light up the front of people's houses. Like, the white lights, people just leave them up all the fucking time and turn them on for whatever festivities. You know, but basically, other than, like, little spots of light here and there on the path, it's fucking nighttime, nighttime. And, like, I'm talking, like, dark, it's creepy, it's kind of cold, because it was around this time of year. And I was freaking the fuck out. I was like, dude, we're gonna get fucking, like, someone's gonna come up behind us, we're gonna get fucking murdered tonight. Like, this is not the night to be doing this kind of shit. Like, this is fucking sketchy, guys. Like, oh, man, this is... Everything is so janky about the situation. I just want to go home, man. I just, I just want to go back home. Like, I'm going to turn around and go home. But it's like, dude, chill. We're staying the night at my house, remember? And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, okay. I'm all right. I'm fine. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm the fuck down. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying. And I would not touch any of the weed that he had for the rest of the night. When we got back to his pad where I left my backpack earlier that day, I had some of my good Indo in there. And I smoked some Indica, and it kind of helped me, like, level out a little bit. But I remember the entire fucking time that we were walking, it was only like maybe a 20, 30 minute walk. It felt like I was walking for days. Like it felt like I was going on a fucking expedition. Like that's how, that's how crazy this shit was. Like time seemed to have no meaning. Everything seemed to just kind of slow down. Like part of me had thought that I already died and that this was my heaven was just going for a walk with my friends at fucking night, which it definitely wasn't at that point in time. Matter of fact, I actually hated the fact that my friends wanted to sneak out at, like, the dead of night to go smoke. Because I was one of those, like, oh, let's go smoke before we go to the friend's house. That way, when we get there, there's no, we don't have, you know, we'll have weed, duh. But, like, we're already gonna be high. We don't have to leave to go smoke later, even though, nine times out of ten, even when we did go with that plan, that we'd smoke before going to the friend's house that we were staying the night at, we were still gonna sneak out later that night and smoke anyways because we were gonna smoke more of course but man this whole entire walk like i felt like absolute shit like i was shaking i kept looking over my shoulders like you know that like tingly feeling you get when all the hair on your arms and the back of your neck stands up and you feel like something's like right behind you like watching you like looking over your shoulder breathing down on you like 
you're tripping out you're like oh fuck there's something there you turn around there's fucking nothing there yeah because you're paranoid that's how i felt that entire fucking adventure like it was not okay there was so many things wrong with that situation man and like one of my other buddies said he was kind of feeling that way too about the whole thing but he's like yeah i just kind of just kind of shook it off and i was like all right well fuck you buddy like good for you man but like I, i i literally was freaking the fuck out dude i was not having a great time at this point like i I was just i was just felt like i was just kind of going through the motions like floating through it doing what i had to do dealing with what i had to deal with in my head and like what i had to deal with was not fucking fun man it was not fucking fun at all let me fucking tell you that like it's almost as bad as if you've ever done if you've ever had like a bad trip off of like mushrooms or something like that then you know that you're having a bad time and you know it's because of the mushrooms but with weed it's normally a great time and i've never tripped out that hard since there is no strain i'm smoking straight blue dream right now blue dream sativa it's fucking amazing matter of fact i'm gonna go in for another hit and then we'll talk some more Okay, cool. Oh, there's still more in there. Gotta clear it. Okay, so the entire point of this entire discussion is like me and my friends used to do like smoke way too much, go out way too crazy, do stupid shit all the time. Now, here's gonna be another story involving the same girls from the uh the Halloween party night that I told you about. The ones that used to like come smoke with us and shit all the time. Or they'd wanna come come through and they'd wanna smoke for free and we'd be like, yeah, nah man. No, you're not smoking for free. And they kind of stopped hanging out with us after we stopped, like, giving them everything that they wanted, basically. And I was like, yeah, fuck them. So, what ends up happening is, one night, we go over to their house. And we're hanging out. And we're big big old chilling. Like, just kind of having a conversation with while everybody's, like, hanging outside. You know, we, one of our buddies managed to score, like, a couple of six-packs of Mike's Hard Lemonade. Like, don't ask how we got it. I don't want to answer it because I bitch about kids doing it all the time at my work. But, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to disclose the information. He did a beer run. Not that we approved of stealing. You know, we were the ones that would always wait outside and asking, like, an old guy. Be like, hey, man, we just want, like, a six-pack or something. Like, if I give you a 20, can you pay for it and, like, keep the change? And nine times out of ten, if you told them they could keep the change out of a 20, they were down. It was, like, a $10 bill. You're like, just give me a couple of beers. They'd, they'd shut you down, like, immediately. There would be no fucking winning that conversation. So. Our buddy literally, like, pulled a beer around, ran in, stole some beer, and ran out and showed up at the party, right? So we're sitting there, like, what the fuck, dude? Where'd you get this? He's like, I stole it from the fucking mini-mart. I'm not gonna say the name of the store. And, like, we looked at him, we're like, fucking, really, dude? That's sketchy as hell, man, like. Gonna get us in trouble. We still fucking drank it because we didn't have anything else. Except for the fact that our other buddy shows up an hour late to the party with a bottle of fucking Dragon Fruit Bacardi 151. My favorite alcohol. Even though, okay, I digress. I don't drink very often. A glass of wine or two on my birthday here and there now. But that's because I used to drink a metric fuckload. So, we pop open this bottle of Bacardi 151. We start mixing it with like orange juice, Sprite, whatever we had on hand. We were just kind of experimenting with it, you know, like, fucking around. Orange Fanta actually tasted pretty good with it. 
So what ends up happening is we crush this whole bottle of Bacardi 151 in like two hours. Yeah, we between five fucking people, we drink this entire fucking thing. And this whole time we're doing this too, mind you, we're smoking. There's like two bongs in this room that are getting passed back and forth. And we deliberately went into our, our friend's room of the house. Because we had the whole house to ourselves, but her room was known for being like the hotboxing fucking kingdom. Because it was like a small room. It was like a perfect square. She had like... She had her bed, which was literally just like a mattress and box spring on the floor. Because she didn't... She said, I don't need a bed frame. And like, okay, I hate to say it now, but I gotta have a bed frame. So. What ends up happening is... We're smoking in her room, right? And she's got her bed on the floor. Her TV on the floor across the way. Like, she got her dresser next to it. Like a nightstand. She has all these beanbag chairs around her room. And that's what we're all sitting in. She was kind of like a minimalist. Like, all she really owned was like her laptop... Her smoking accessories, and she had a, uh, a PlayStation. That was, like, it. That was pretty much all her stuff and, like, clothes and shit like that. And she had some anime figurines. I remembered that, too. But, like, she even said, she's like, I don't really want to get a bunch of stuff because I plan on leaving as soon as I graduate from high school. And I'm like, wow. And she did. She lived it right. She she got a pretty decent job straight out of school. Lived out of a fucking van for three years while she was going to college. Got her fucking certificate. And now she's a fucking photographer that travels around in her van and gets paid to go do awesome, cool shit. Which is pretty sick. And I didn't know any of this. Like, the last time I talked to her was, like, a couple months after they decided to stop smoking with us. And then, like, she followed me on Instagram and I recognized her name and I followed her back. And then I saw all this cool shit that she's done. And it's just kind of awesome, like, to catch up with old friends like that. That's a random thought. But, I digress. Back to the smoking. So we're hotboxing the fuck out of her room. You know, we close the vents, put a blanket in front of the door, like... And her room had, like, this perfect atmosphere. She had, like, these really cool, like, tapestries up on the wall. Aside from, like, her bed on the floor and the TV and shit. She had a lot of really cool tapestries. And it was, like, a super minimal room. Like, I, I really like it. Like, if I could make my room like that and live like that, I totally would. But I like having my giant computer set up too much. So... But within minutes, the whole room is fucking filled up with smoke, right? And we had been drinking, we were passing around bottles and shit, and people were doing that shit where, like, you take a fucking bong rip, and then you swallow, like, you down, like, as much of your drink as you can, swallow your drink, and fucking exhale. Oh, we were fucked up, dude. And I remember one of my buddies got sick. He ran to the bathroom, just starts, you can hear him down the hall, just, like, puking his fucking guts out, right? And, like, we're all sitting, like, oh, man, he's fucked up. We're just kind of chuckling and laughing and shit. So what ends up happening about, like, you know, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, she goes, all right, you boys got to leave. Like, the girls are going to stay the night. There's just two girls and three of, three of us. So what do we do? We walk out of the fucking kickback. My buddy on one side of me, my other friend, like, on the other side of him. So it's me on the me all the way on the right, my friend in the middle, and my friend on the other side. And we're walking. We got our arms up, like, over each other's shoulders, kind of, like, holding ourselves up because we were fucked up. Like, we were royally fucked up this night. And, like, my friend's house that we were staying the night at was literally right down the fucking street. We had left the door, or the, not the door, the window cracked open and taken down the screen so that we could sneak back into the house without getting caught. Because we told his parents we were going to be back around, like, 1230. And they were like, oh, okay, all right. It was already, like, 3 o'clock at this point. And we're fucking sneaking back into fucking the house. And we made it back in. Crawled into the beds. 
his dad comes in the next day and he's like, so uh, what time did your boys get home last night? And we were like, uh, about like 1.30, sorry, the party ran a little late. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. So how was it? Did you get to see any girls? Like, were they cute? And he's my buddy was like, oh, come on, dad. You know, his dad was pretty cool. He just used to joke around with us and shit. He's like, all right, whatever, whatever. Glad you boys had fun. He goes, by the way, I know you got home around 3 o'clock, so uh, try not to do that shit next time. And he just kind of smiled and walked away. We got away with it. We got away with a lot of shit at this buddy's house. Like, it was awesome. It's actually one of my favorite things is going out with friends and going out to other people's houses. So uh, let me tell you a weird kind of weird, not like weird, weird story, but a story about a night that I don't think I'm going to forget for a long fucking time. Because this is one of those nights where everything just kind of fell into place. The events all lined up and everything just kind of happened perfectly. Like, in sync. It was one of those, like, perfect nights. Those nights that happen, like, maybe once or twice a year. You get, like, that perfect night where everything goes smooth. Everything goes all right. Everything goes to plan. Things just kind of line up and click together. You know, goals are met. Things are achieved. And I'll get into this next little longer story after another toke. Because, you know, I need this in my life. Well, that's out. Well, gotta finish it. Fuck. I'm high, guys. How's it going? So, alright. Hold on. I need cold drink. Give me like 10 seconds. Dr. Pepper from the fridge. I'm leaving all of this in. Totally not editing this out at all. But it is what it is. Alright, so now that I have my cold drink, I can tell you this story. So, this was a weird night. A night that, like, things just kind of happen to run together and end up at the perfect point. The pinnacle of the night. The best evening I've ever had in the last, like, few years. So, let me take a drink and then I'll talk. Alright. So, at the beginning of the day, it's a Friday, we're getting out of school, like, everything's going well, it's gonna be a weekend in December, like, the week before Christmas break, the last, like, four days that you have to get through before you get, like, the three weeks off, like, basically a month off school, to go fuck around and do cool, fun shit with your friends. So, this whole week, I spent all this time texting dealers, texting the plug, messaging the guy that sometimes has weed even if it's shit weed hey it's still weed i get one response this one dude who i knew was kind of shysty at times but maybe he was feeling generous because it's the holiday season i was like yo i got 150 bucks what can i get he goes yo i can get you an ounce i was like an ounce of what and he goes and has a decent shit it's not the best shit but it's pretty good shit I was like, well, if it's pretty good shit, fuck yeah, hook it up, man. And so he fucking goes, picks up this fucking ounce, right? And texts me at like 8 o'clock at fucking night. Yo, I'm outside your door. Come out to the street. So I walk down the driveway to the street and I look at him and I go, bro, you know you can't fucking meet me here. Like, like you, you can't, you can't do this. And he literally freaking looks at me, right? And he goes... Man, do you want your fucking weed or not? And I'm like, oh shit. So I take it. I take it in the house. I text the homie. 
And I'm like, yo, we got our fucking weed for the fucking week. But I need a place to fucking hide it. Now, I run outside because homie pulled up on his bike. Put it in his backpack and he takes off to his house where the weed was stashed and properly secured outside of a genuine plastic bag. We put it in stash jars. You know, old candle containers where you melt all the wax out and it's got the seal cap. Yeah, we used to use those. Only because we found it on the internet. But what ends up happening is he literally takes the weed, puts it up in his room, right? We're hoping nothing goes wrong. Everything goes right. This whole week goes by like we hit Friday. We hit the Friday of winter break. And mind you, I've been flirting with this one girl like all week. And she finally had given me her phone number that day. And she's like, hey, message me over break. Maybe we could smoke or maybe we could hang out or do something sometime. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, all right, cool. So I text her because me and the boys are meeting up at the homie's house after school. And I was like, do you want to come smoke with us? Like, because she lived literally right down the street. We all kind of lived in this big fucking neighborhood. It was weird. A lot of kids went to our school. So, what ends up happening is, fucking, she shows up at his house wearing, like, this cute-ass outfit. And I'm standing there, like, feeling all special and shit. And we sit down and we start smoking. She goes, oh, who bought the weed? And I was like, oh, me. You know, smoke as much as you want. You know, trying to be that guy that's like, I got that money. I got that weed. You know, you fucking better smoke it. So, She's into it. She's down. We're sitting there. We're talking. We're joking. She finally has to leave because her dad comes and picks her up. You know, I guess she told me she was going to go study with friends. She never said those friends were three dudes, which, you know, would probably piss off any teenage girl's father. So she leaves. Now, the one downside is didn't she didn't talk to me for the entire rest of winter break. Pretty sure her dad got pissed that she was kicking it with three guys, which I totally get that. But still sucks. But anyways, the rest of the fucking, like, three weeks easy breezy dude the first like entire three days of break when we were at the homies pad we were playing fucking halo we were fucking uh, i was either halo or one of the black ops games i can't remember but we were fucking around you know playing zombies playing halo whatever the fuck we were playing at the time and like i was mostly just kind of sitting there because i had just gotten like a laptop that was capable of playing like starcraft and i had gotten it as like a kid when I was like 10 or 11, but I was like 14 and I found it. And then I had finally taken it over to my buddy's house and I was sitting there playing StarCraft with a USB mouse and shit, like feeling all cool. And like, my buddies were kind of into it too. They were like, whoa, that's awesome. You know, that's sick, right? It was just really cool. Playing StarCraft was fucking epic. And I never expected StarCraft to be considered epic by my friends, especially not on a fucking laptop that was from literally like 2003. But, I mean, it was pretty awesome. So we're all kicking it, having a great fucking time, right? And there's always that one moment where you feel like the mood is kind of done for the night. And we're all getting ready to kick back. We're all getting ready to chill. And the dealer texts me back again. He goes, yo, I think I shorted you about a quarter. And I'm like, you shorted me what? He goes, I think I shorted you about a quarter. How much of the ounce do you have left so I can measure it out and match you up? And he goes, oh, fuck, man. I'm like, we had smoked like... A shitload of weed this afternoon. Like, we were all really high. I'm like, dude, I don't know. Just, like, if you shorted me a quarter, just bring me a quarter and, like, we'll call it even. He goes, all right, cool. I'm going to drop it off at your homie's house. Where are you at right now? And I tell him the address and shit, right? He rolls through, pulls up, go out, grab the bag from him. And this bag feels heavy. 
And he's like, yeah, that, yeah, that, that's your quarter. I threw a little bit extra in. Like, don't trip. And he just takes off. He sounded like he was fucking, like, coked out, dude. He was talking all crazy, all fast and shit. I think he might have shorted somebody else and given me this. Because my bag that he first gave me did not feel off from an ounce. Like, it was pretty close. And, like, I measured out a couple of eights, but that was about it. So what ends up happening after that is I'm like, guys, we got more weed. We got another fucking half ounce to smoke. So we literally smoked nonstop that night. Like the vibe just kept going. And my homie, what was really cool about his house is he had a fucking soda stream, right? Now, do you guys know what a fucking soda stream is? A soda stream is a fucking machine that allows you to make your own soda at home. Like you drip the 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 flavor into it and then you slap the water in there and then you put it on the carbonation machine and it fucking does its thing and it makes goddamn soda like dude okay the main reason this was sick as fuck is because it was the dr pepper flavored one that i swear tasted better than regular dr pepper and there was a monster energy one that was literally monster energy so I was making Monster in a carbonation machine in my homie's kitchen. And you could adjust, like, the level of fizziness you wanted. I always went medium fizziness because that's where it felt the most right. Like, the first one just kind of felt like a little fizzy, and the third one felt, like, crazy sparkling. So I didn't really like that. I wasn't in for, into it. But I digress. Dude, we were going through, like, bottles of the fucking soda like crazy. Each of us had a bottle, and we were literally making, like... I, I drank like two or three bottles of Dr. Pepper. I slammed an entire bottle of the Monster one, which was a bad idea, by the way. I was super hyper. And we were sitting there all playing video games, fucking around, having a good time. My friend's mom is um, out on the opposite side of the fucking city at their other house, like managing the property and doing some work over there. So she stayed the night there. So we had the fucking whole house to ourselves to do whatever the fuck we wanted. And you best believe, like, my buddy also had instruments. He had an electric guitar and he had a fucking, like... One of those Western-style pianos in his room. But he had a huge room. Bigger than my fucking studio I'm in now. Like, this room was massive. I think the room used to be the garage before the garage extension was built. So, yeah, it was fucking huge. And, like, another weird fact about this room. I've never seen so many power outlets in a single bedroom in my life. This dude had, like, plugs. Like, two or three plugs on every wall. It doesn't really matter to the story, but hey, here we are. And what? Well, we just smoked like way too much, got way too fucked up, slept, woke up the next day. First thing I fucking did was grab like this little piece we had, go outside, pack it up, and wake and bake, dude. Like I, it was back and back all three of those days, man. We had to at least smoke like at least like pretty close to a half ounce. In those three days, and I still had a shitload of weed in my homie's house left. So I was like, hey, if we're conservative. This shit'll last us about like a month or two. Like if we aren't smoking like crazy like amounts like we did tonight. He's like, no man, no, we're gonna keep smoking. I'm like, what do you mean? So the plan was because two of my friends, their families really didn't do like holidays and shit. So they just kind of would swing by my house and like say hi on Christmas and stuff because like, you know, that's how it was. My mom's house was the place to be for the holidays because my mom made bomb ass food. So what does one of my buddies do but sneak over to my house for Christmas dinner? And what do we do before partaking in this Christmas dinner? We take a walk. And I know all you stoners that just heard me say, hey, we're taking a walk real quick. 
You already fucking know on November 25th, if your friends, if your kids' friends come over and they go, we're taking a walk, it means we're going to go smoke a fucking doobie. And truly enough, we did because my buddy had rolled one before we had left. And I had one in like my, my cigarette pack. So I go and I light up a cigarette. He sparks the joint. You know, we're smoking, we're walking and talking, we're bullshitting. We turn around, we get back to the fucking house. And my mom's like, oh, you boys are just in time. Dinner's on the table. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. So I'm sitting there and I fucking eat so much food. So much ham, so much potatoes. Like, I'm just going to fucking town, dude. I'm hungry as fuck. And everyone's looking at me and my buddy like we're fucking psychos. Like, we're eating like crazy. There's no way people didn't know that we were stoned to the fucking bone. Like, it was so bad. But it was a fun-ass fucking dinner because I tell you what, by the time I was done eating, I just kind of, like, fell into a food coma. I remember there was one time that I did this, and my parents' um, kitchen set has benches. There was one time, it was a Thanksgiving dinner, and I remember very vividly, I was, like, not even high. No, I had to be a little high. I was, like, 16. I think I'd smoked a little bit before dinner just to get the munchies up. I ate so much food that, like, I literally laid down on the bench in the kitchen and took a fucking nap. Like, I woke up and they had thrown, like, a sheet over me, like, as a joke. I was laying there, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I woke up and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, I grabbed a fucking can of, like, ran up to Circle K for a can of Monster real quick to keep up with everybody for the rest of the night. But, man, like, holidays, holidays in my house were fun because I have a big family. I have fucking, like, ten siblings, if you count all the ones that my mom has, like, adopted into the family. Not to mention two of my best friends are still considered my brothers. Like, my mom just calls them her adopted sons. It's actually kind of cute. And it's funny because all of our friends call my mom, mom. It's just mom. It's not, like, my mom's name is Grace. None of them call her Grace. It's just, hi, mom. And she's grandma to, like, every child of all of our friends. She's known as Grandma. Grandma Grace. Or Nana. Something along that line. It's actually kind of cool. But anyways, guys, I'm really fucking high. I hope you enjoyed me ranting today and telling you a whole bunch of random fucking stories. But I'm going to take another toke, and then I'm going to get the fuck out of here, because I got to pass out. I have work tonight. This is going to be interesting. That's a big one. Alright, guys. I'm outie. Have a good night. Take it easy. I hope you enjoy this smoke session. And uh, I hope you enjoy my uh, my random thoughts and everything as they come to me. And by the way, if you like the podcast and you aren't subscribed and you're somehow... No, this is, you'll hear this. But guys, please, tell your friends, tell anybody you know that listens to the podcast. Subscribe, man. It's a dollar a month. And it'll help me get more weed and get my life together a little bit better. As well as give me more motivation to continue making these longer extended smoke sessions. And, you know, I can't smoke if there's no green. So those little donations help. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for subscribing if you're hearing this. And I will talk to all you guys in the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Later.